It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. Little children are so funny to watch and observe their behavior and the things that they do. I've often seen a little child who's sitting there and he's playing with toys. And there's one toy laying there, maybe to the side, that he doesn't care anything about. But then just let another kid come along and want to play with that toy. And then all of a sudden he grabs it and he says, mine, and doesn't want anyone else to have anything to do with it. You know... The devil is a lot like this, and we're going to kind of see this and how the devil's behavior is like this over here in Acts chapter number 19. Now, in Acts 19, it's still Paul's second missionary journey. He had been at uh, Corinth, which we talked about um, last time, and uh, he was making his way over land from Corinth in Greece to the city of Ephesus in Asia Minor, which is modern-day Turkey. And when he got to Ephesus, you know, he taught in the synagogue, which was his kind of method. And there was some believers there and a lot of people didn't believe Paul. So Paul separated with the disciples and the Bible says he taught them, he reasoned with them in the school of a person named Tyrannus. And it says that he did this for two years at Ephesus teaching. And what he did was so effective that in chapter 19 and verse 10, It said that all of Asia, all that dwelled in Asia, heard the word of the Lord. Now, when we're talking about Asia in the Bible, we're not talking about China, Asia, Korea, Japan, Asia. We're talking about Asia, a province in Asia Minor. So really what we're talking about is the western part of modern-day Turkey. So this whole area became impacted and flooded with the Word of God because of the teaching that Paul was doing there with these disciples. Man, miraculous things were happening. You look at verses 11 and 12, and anything that touched Paul and touched people, they were healed. It was just this incredible, powerful manifestation that was going on in Ephesus. And there were some itinerant Jews, some vagabond Jews, who saw what Paul was doing And uh, they were exorcists, it says. These are not followers of Jesus Christ. And they decided that they were going to copy Paul because they loved the power that he had. Now listen to this, beginning in verse 13, it says, Certain of the vagabond or itinerant Jews that were exorcists took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, who was a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? So you got these seven unbelieving Jews who uh, see Paul doing these miracles, casting out demons, and they decide, hey, we're going to use Paul's word. We're going to cast out demons in the name of Jesus. And they tried to do it to this demon, and the demon's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I know who Jesus is, and I know who Paul is, but I don't know. Who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them. So they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks dwelling at Ephesus and fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. Wow, what an event. 
man, these guys see Paul doing miracles and decide they want to do miracles in the name of Jesus, but it did not work out well for them. Naked, running out of the house, but God was magnified. Now, as I'm reading this story, the thing that comes to my mind about this demon and his knowledge, about the forces of darkness, Jesus is known in the forces of darkness. We see over in the Gospels where these demons said about Jesus, have you come to destroy us before the time? They knew about Jesus. They knew about the apostle Paul. He had been wreaking havoc in the kingdom of darkness. But when it came to these unbelieving Jews, they didn't know them. They said, who are you? So the demons knew Jesus. They knew the believer, Paul, but they did not know the unsaved Jews. So it's interesting to me how Satan did not even know those who are in his own kingdom. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 John 5, 19, that the whole world lies in darkness. All of those who are outside of Christ lie in darkness. Um, they lie in the darkness of the kingdom of Satan. In 2 Corinthians 4, 4, Satan is called the God of this world, small g God of this world, of this present darkness. Colossians 1.13 says about believers that God has delivered or rescued us out of the kingdom of darkness and he's translated or transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. So you got the spirit realm. You have this kingdom of darkness, the world in darkness that Satan presides over as the God of this world until his day comes. And you have the kingdom of God's dear son in which believers are. So it was interesting to me that this demon, this representative of Satan himself, knew the people in the kingdom of light, but did not know the people in their own kingdom, their kingdom of darkness. Satan cares so little, so little for his own, for those who are in his grasp and those that are in his power. He doesn't even know their name. And it's not that he just doesn't even know their name. He doesn't really even care about their name. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. I know the believer. But who are you? Who are you? You know, it's kind of like the little kid with the toy, right? He has this toy and he really doesn't care anything about it until someone else has it. Then all of a sudden he shows attention and care. Man, how is Satan so much like that? Satan has people that are imprisoned and in his kingdom of darkness and taken captive by him at his will. But he doesn't care about people. He doesn't care anything about it. You know what he does care about? He cares about God's glory. Now, he doesn't care about it in a good way. He cares about it because he doesn't want God to have glory. You see, Satan wants the glory that's due God. So spiritual warfare and the battle over men's souls and Satan's power has very little to do with you and me, but it has a whole lot to do with God and his glory. So here's Satan. I don't know you. I don't know you. But man, once we come into the kingdom of Jesus, Satan knows your name. So I want to tell you something today. If you're a believer in Christ, Satan knows your name. Now, he didn't know your name before you were a believer. He didn't know who these unsaved Jews were. But once we become Christ, man, a target is on our back and he knows us and now he cares. Why does he care? Because he wants to disable and destroy us 
rather than see our lives bring glory to God. Man, what a difference between Satan and the Lord. In John chapter 10, verse 14, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep by name. John 10, 27, he said, my sheep hear my voice. I love this. And I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life. Second Timothy 2, 19, nevertheless, the foundation of the Lord standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knows them that are his. And the Lord knows us. In Revelation chapter 2 and 3, um, when Jesus is writing to the seven churches, seven times, one in each of those churches, he says, I know your works. I know you. I know you. God says, I'm a good shepherd. I know my sheep by name. Man, I know my sheep. They follow me. Having this seal, the Lord knows those that are his. God says over and over and over again, I know you, I know you, I know you. Man, how unlike the devil our precious Lord is. Satan doesn't care about people. Satan doesn't know who's in his kingdom. He only cares when it affects the glory of the Lord and he wants to take and deprive God of that glory. So, man, just seeing this and thinking about God's great concern and care for me as a believer, it encourages me, it empowers me. Man, it motivates me to want to live and love the Lord because he cares for me so much. Man, I don't want to give Satan one ounce of my strength or time because he could care less about me. So the word for the day is this, go forward today as a believer in Jesus with the absolute assurance that the Lord knows you by name and he cares what's going on in your life. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.